welcome to the Top Order podcast. If you haven't heard of our next guest, there's a great chance that you will know his Twitter handle. Subscribe to him on YouTube and looked at some of his amazing viral cricketing clips. Talking of viral, certainly gone viral over the last few days, putting every single Steve Wall run out ever onto YouTube, which has caused much mirth and consternation with Shane Warne getting involved as it fuels his fire against his former skipper. Rob Moody, a.k.a. Rob Belinda 2, welcome to the Top Order podcast. Uh, awesome. Thanks, guys, for having me. My pleasure. So, Rob, just before we kick off with some of the very topical stuff that's going on with your Twitter handle, I guess I just really want to know, how did you get into having the biggest cricket archive in the world, or, or certainly one of the, and... And then, look, I guess sort of this being such a big part probably of your life with people left, right and centre asking you to post particular clips, etc. Yeah, well, it's it's pretty weird from, from my point of view because, you know, there was no social media that I ever knew until, you know, the 2010s. So me recording the cricket since the 80s, uh, I just had absolutely no idea. And then all of a sudden I wake up one day and, Everyone's telling me I, I'm I'm this and that, but it's it's just weird because from my point of view, it's just the same thing. I cricket comes on the TV, I record it, <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, uh, social media has definitely changed the way that uh, I, I guess I should view it, but um, but it all seems just surreal to me because you know doesn't everyone do this <laughs> but i guess not <laughs> so you're, you're probably the most popular media entity in the world in in cricket circles at least in the last in the last six weeks but this didn't happen for you overnight so it all started back in the 1980s when you were a, a young cricket fan i assume and you recorded the the cricket off the telly is that right yep that's correct yeah i i started around about 82 83 which was an ashes season here in australia and it was all very innocent it was pretty much accidental really i mean when you're that young what do you know um but you know we our family got a vcr in the early 80s and you know they were pretty still pretty new at that time i mean i didn't even know what year they came out until much later on but certainly for families uh they became affordable in the early 80s, and we got one. And, of course, it was a monstrosity. I mean, it was terrible. But, uh, you know, my dad used to tape just awful movies off TV. And and at the end of all the movies, he just kept the tape going. And then if, if he recorded on Channel 9, there'd often be like a half an hour highlights package of some cricket on, because that's what they used to do, show it after the movies on the weekend. And... So yeah, after after a bit of time, he'd rewatch the tapes, and I keep seeing this old dude kept introducing the cricket all the time, <laughs> and it was Richie Beno. <laughs> and so I started to actually like the matches just from seeing him so many times come on when he watched the movies back. And then I thought, oh, maybe I should check out the old TV guide and see when these are on, and actually record them on purpose. Of course, it meant taping over my dad's tapes because I'm like six or seven years old. I can't afford to buy things. So 
uh, I had like a private stash of, of, of movies that I, I hoped you wouldn't try and find. <laughs> um, and that's what I'd use to record the cricket on until I was old enough to actually get a job. And so how big is your collection now? You've been recording cricket then for at least the last 35 years. How big is your collection of, of archive footage now? Yeah, well, obviously I get asked this a lot. Uh, mm, I'd love sure. to put a figure on it. It'd be awesome, but uh, I, I'm working on it, <laughs> which is the, one of the benefits of being in lockdown is that I get to spend lots of time being unemployed and working on my cricket archive. Um, but, the, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got about... I mean, th throughout the decades, obviously the you know the format has changed. So obviously, I used to have just videotapes, and then mid two thousands moved to DVDs, and obviously now no one uses DVDs anymore, which is great because they are the worst thing ever. Um, they constantly break; and they're awful. Um, but I've still got about three or four hundred tapes, uh, and I haven't counted the DVDs one by one, but I've got them in these huge folders which house about. 1,000 to 1,500 DVDs, and there's about 30 of those folders. Um, wow. They're on the wardrobe, all stacked up. Um, and then there's about 40 hard drives that are about 8 to 10 terabytes each. Oh. 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 <laughs> so, so, I mean, how, how do you organise all of that stuff? Because the way you're able to respond to people on Twitter and things, they'll say, oh, can you ping up this game from... 1997 Sheffield Shield, my, you know, this wicket. And it yeah. seems like you can get it in the ne in five minutes. Yeah, well, uh, it's not that hard, really. I mean, uh, especially if everything's off, if the requests that people want are on a hard drive, I can easily just find the match. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got everything labeled well. Um, so, but yeah, of course, I mean, I get sent down the, uh, rabbit hole pretty easily when people ask for some random thing and then they've got the date wrong or the match wrong or the year wrong or the team wrong <laughs> and then I can't find it but if I know what they're talking about I know exactly what match it is which disc which folder and I can get it pretty quickly but but that's just my own intimate knowledge of my archive it's the same for anyone who has you know there's movie archivists out there that have heaps of just movies over the years they know exactly where the stuff is it's a little bit difficult with cricket because there's so many random mundane incidents that that happen that people uh remember which unless you saw it live it would never show up in the highlights um and so yeah those are a bit harder to find but uh yeah it, it it's it's a bit it's it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors for every person that wants something that's easy to find. There's like ten <laughs> requests yeah. that I that I can't find at all. Um, so yeah. Well, you're certainly making people happy. We were just talking to to Shane Dietz earlier, and he seemed to, he he even he brought your name up. He was very very pleased to talk about the two wickets that he got at, at first class level, and that you'd found them and showed them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I couldn't even believe it myself. I mean, when he said it. <laughs> When he tweeted me and he said, oh, I took these two weeks to the Gabra, I thought, <laughs> I thought, come on, mate. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm, not, I can't, I'm not a magician. Serious shield cricket <laughs> in the early 2000s, a batsman getting two wickets. You've got to be kidding me. So I sat there for a while thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I checked out the scorecard. And I'm like, I do remember this match, but I remember watching it. And then I thought, 
I thought, yeah, I got no chance. And then I saw the wickets. I thought, oh yes, yeah, Simon's a law. And I thought, oh, I remember making a a short batting compilation of all the 50s in Shield cricket that season that was televised. And I thought, oh, if I've still got that somewhere, I'll, I'll have it. And, uh, yeah, I could not believe it that I actually had the two weeks because I don't even rem- I, I don't remember them at all in a million years. Um, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. So that's just hilarious. But that happens quite often. So it's pretty fun. And I guess moving on to the the monetary side, I've read that you you don't make a cent from the clips that you've got. I mean, obviously you don't own the footage, but does it wind you up when you look at some of these YouTubers that kind of get millions and millions of dollars from playing Minecraft online and <laughs> other such rubbish? Um, and you know, my son tells me all the time um, about how he's he's almost thirteen and all his mates have got a YouTube channel. And he's always playing Terraria and Minecraft and whatever other rubbish and all these YouTubers that are raking in the millions. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a valid form of income now for those guys. And, you know, Hey, if I was 14 and you could feel me playing the Atari in 1991 or something, <laughs> and making a, a living from it, playing Graham Gooch's cricket on the Commodore 64. Um, <laughs> That that would have been awesome, but uh, no, it doesn't doesn't uh, trigger me at all uh, because yeah, it, my I never set out to make money from it, and it's not a valid form of income anyway uh, with the path that I've taken. So that's it. So I'm I'm happy to be old school and just work normal jobs for a living. And then what about, I guess, the comments that you get sometimes on your YouTube clips, sometimes, you know, filled with threats and, and even abuse at times? How does that sort of, uh, how does that sort of impact you? Do you, re- do you read them? Do you respond to them? Does it, does it bother you? Uh, it's just, I mean, ever since social media began, I mean, who's, any channel that has any amount of videos is going to have hate on them and people not liking it. That's just fact of life. I mean, you cannot possibly please everyone in whatever thing you do in, in life. I mean, uh, it's just Im- impossible. Um, so that's just par for the course. Um, I, I think, uh, uh, but, uh, it's disappointing, but, uh, you just expect it and you just see the comment, you delete it, you block them, you move on. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, have you have you ever been approached by advertisers? I mean, it feels wrong that you don't have a full time gig in cricket. Uh, you know, with like you're bringing so much joy to everyone around the world. Uh, no, I, I've had no approach at all. The only communication I get is from the cricket boards <laughs> threatening to shut me down. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's um, it's not something that I've sought out, and I I doubt it ever will happen. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's not something I really think about because you know uh, I've I've said to people for years that it's a non-profit channel and legally it will always be, um, mm. and that's just it. You know, it's not like I'm trying to make it non-profit. <laughs> it is what it is. It's yeah. it uh, so yeah. It's it's not something I really think about to be honest. And and so when the boards contact you, I mean, are they just they're just trying to shut you down? Is that what happens? Uh, well, rewind to say 2011, 
there wasn't many cricket YouTube channels around back then. There was a few, but there wasn't much on them. Uh, and they got shut down within a few months because they could only upload footage that was current or recent. And I saw that happen. So I thought, well, I can't do that. So, but I thought, Hey, <laughs> I've got boatloads of this old cricket sitting around. I'll, I'll upload that. Surely that's safe. And so, yes, yeah, so I've just tried to just be street smart with what I upload. So I stay away from the boards, but obviously it's almost impossible because they, they get, their panties in a twist with so much footage. So, uh, um, and yeah, I'm sure any day I'll wake up and I'll get the dreaded email saying your channel has been terminated. But uh, uh, I've had communication from the ICC uh, and from Copyright Integrity International, who are the, 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 the two main entities that are that could be responsible for taking down my channel. And they just say, just keep doing what you're doing. You're staying away from all the series that are a no-no. You're not uploading full series highlights, full match highlights. Again, that's no good. Mm. You stick into short old clips. Just keep doing that. Um, so, nice. yeah, I mean, if, but yeah, I mean, if India played England in India tomorrow and I post over half-hour highlights of it, I mean, I'm sure... The guys at the ICC would be like, what the hell is this guy doing? (laughs) Shut down. So, yeah. yeah, But but the benefit is it's forced me to be creative with with what I upload. So I've got to think of concepts and random things. And, yeah, so instead of doing the obvious, um, which is what so many of the channels do that get shut down. uh, So, yeah, so I guess that's what I've tried to do, upload quirky stuff, horrendous umpiring blunders etc <laughs> yeah it's it <laughs> and and i mean i mean i guess that's led to like quite a bit of banter with former players i mean have you been able to like you know turn those into real relationships i mean people seem to really be stoked with you pulling up all that stuff yeah it's pretty cool uh, one of the benefits of lockdown is that uh everyone's online all the time so mm. the last few years i'd get a couple of uh notifications a year that you know a former player would, would has watched a video or is aware of, of a video but now it's like every day um and uh, everyone's on twitter or facebook or instagram or whatever um so yeah so it's definitely made me think about <laughs> all the negative videos I used, to, I used to upload when I was younger 10 years ago, but because uh, they're still up there. But uh, yeah, it, uh, it's been pretty cool that heaps of the English players, the former players, uh, have enjoyed the footage. Uh, guys like Nasser Hussain and Alex Stewart, Mike Atherton, these kind of guys. That's, that's been pretty cool because I genuinely, genuinely like those guys and uh, it's cool that they've seen the footage because uh, uh, it's good stuff you know Alex Stewart's 100th test match 100 all all those types of videos there so it it is really cool to to know that they actually do see it and appreciate it well we certainly do have any players ever 
or, or umpires, for instance, asked you to to take a, a video down, particularly of one of their maybe howling decisions or a, or a dropped catch or anything like that? No, I've never had any contact with any umpire ever. Um, um, no player has asked me to take anything down. Um, mm. I've got a message from Shane Watson, which was pretty funny, a few weeks ago. Uh, I posted up. I can't remember the video, but it was probably due to DRS and LBWs. And it's got to be LBW related, doesn't it? Yeah. And obviously <laughs> I just slammed him in the video description. Um, <laughs> like mercilessly slamming him. And yeah, he said, you know, yeah, thanks for all the videos. <laughs> you know, uh, especially the ones that, that, you know, put me in not so good a life. But I, you know, I, <laughs> I obviously apologize. I said, mate, like, it was years ago, like eight, nine years ago. Like, I can't remember. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, uh, I obviously, I, I apologize. That I'm actually a huge fan. It was just funny at the time. I mean, everyone was was laughing at all the, the LBWs he called DRS on and was just middle of middle stuff out. You know? I mean, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it must be about a terabyte of your collection. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> Well, I mean, you have been embroiled in a controversy lately. It seems like Shane Warne has used one of your Steve Wall run-out montages to, to have another pot at his old sparring partner. Um, how do you feel when that footage that you've, you've created as a, as, a, as a service to the people embroils you in, in controversy and you become part of the what I saw today in Twitter is known as the Bash Steve Wall movement? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I've spent my whole life being absolutely enormous Steve Waugh fan. Got all his books right from the first one back in the early 90s. He was always my favourite player until Adam Gukas came along. Um, uh, yeah, so that's just really funny. But, uh, yeah, I it just goes to show that you, you, you can't predict. Well, obviously, I can now. Obviously, if I ever upload anything negative about Steve Waugh, I know exactly who's going to be all over it. <laughs> 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 but I didn't predict that at whatsoever. Um, but uh, yeah, and everyone got me wrong, which is really funny because it was it was supposed to show that Steve Waugh was not at fault for all the runouts, which was my argument when Crick Info posted the stat that he was involved in the most runouts in cricket history. And straight away, I got triggered. I was like, hey, 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 settle down. <laughs> um, and then I saw all the comments and I thought, oh. Someone's got to show a video of all this stuff. And then I sat there and I thought, oh, damn it. I guess that's got to be me. <laughs> how how thought, long oh, does something like that take you? It took ages. But I stewed over it for about six or seven hours because I thought, oh, I, I just can't be bothered. It's a, such a lot of work to find. Are you kidding? Like <laughs> trying <laughs> yeah. to get all that stuff. I mean, that's. I actually thought it was impossible. Um, and then I thought, oh, I'll just try and find the first few. And then if we get on a roll, then we'll see what happens. <laughs> and then, of course, I got onto the mother load of rolls. And then I yeah, I kept going to the 40th one, the 50th one, the 60th one. I thought, okay, I'm almost there. And I didn't even watch them. I just edited it and chucked it up. I haven't even seen half the video, more than half the yeah. video. Um I was in the Steve War zone, so to speak. Um, and, yeah, and I put it up and then went to bed, didn't think about it again until the next day. 
Uh, and then, yeah, little did I know. Well, then, then there's news articles and everything. I'm getting phone calls from journalists. I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty weird there. And obviously seeing Shane Warne uh, go to town on his old captain was, uh, when you think about it now in retrospect, entirely predictable, obviously. But it just didn't occur to me at all. Um, uh, but yeah, it is what it is. And, and just, um, on some of your famous videos, I did want to mention the, the one that you've made, uh, with the 12th man link ups, cause that, that is just absolutely superb. And I think if anyone listening to this chat has not seen it, they should, they should go and check it out straight away. I mean, how long did that one take? I, I know you mentioned in the clip that it's, it did take you quite a long time. Yeah, I actually made that video a long time ago, back when I was using two VCRs to edit the footage. And it was probably back in 1994. I made oh. it such a long time ago. 95? 95 it was, because the, the first clip is from 95. Um, mm. I made it at school, actually, in year 12, uh, using the the equipment in in media class, which for me, media class was basically editing cricket and, and submitting a poker <laughs> um, <laughs> which is actually really funny. Um, but uh, so that that's why it's it's a bit odd because you can hear the commentary underneath the 12th man commentary, but then it actually turns out that actually is kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, um, yeah, that took ages because... Yeah, back then I didn't have the uh, the resources to look up all the dismissals online because online didn't exist. So I had to just look through matches and find out if, you know, Mark Taylor ever got caught behind by Talika Atney ever, yeah, you know, so, or if, uh, you know, um, Roger... Binny was ever caught by Steve Waugh off the bowling of Peter Taylor. So that's how it's made, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. Um, but there, uh, one by one, I found the footage, and then obviously the 12th man is just hilarious. But what's oh, funny good. is when I uploaded it, it got copyrighted and banned worldwide after about uh, three days yeah. uh, by 12th man himself. I oh, know. And so that was brutally disappointing because I've been hanging on to this video for a long time. And of course I tweaked it and did some minor edits with, you know, 20 years later, but uh, yeah, so I was pretty disappointed because I thought it was hilarious because it's never, never been done, never been done. No one had ever done that before. So I was pretty happy with that video. Then it got banned worldwide off YouTube and I was disappointed. And then it, it just got lifted one day. Bizarrely, got lifted um, about a year and a half later. I, I didn't even. I was like heaps of videos that are banned and blocked worldwide. Then one day, a comment came in an email, and I was like, "Why is there a comment on this blocked video?" And then I clicked on it, and the video was up. And I thought, "Ah, oh, you beauty." Um, nice. And nothing's ever happened since. That was about eight years ago or something. So yeah, so that was pretty weird. It's because the audio violated copyright because uh, the audio yeah. is okay. from yeah right so obviously if you upload music it's the same thing you know so 
so yeah, the Twelfth Man's record company, whoever owns it, the 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 audio, obviously, you know, sent in the takedown notice to YouTube and it got blocked. But yeah, haven't had any actual communication from Billy himself. But uh, um, but yeah, I'm thankful that it's it's just up. And when I put it onto Twitter, that was a lot. Well, I, I I had to trim it from you know seven or eight minutes down to two. Um, mm. But yeah, I put the best bits in, so it's had a, a new lease of life on Twitter, which is really cool. Yeah, I mean, when when I watched that, it made me think of uh, just that great Channel Nine commentary team, and I, I started thinking that massive archive that you have—that must be so awesome that you have so much footage of that team. I mean, even as a New Zealander here, I just and that was kind of the highlight of our summer when we would get the you know the VB series or whatever it was called at various times and just listening to them and even now when you listen to the 12th man you think they got parodied because they were so awesome yeah it's pretty cool one of the things i've been doing recently is just uh actually going back and looking up you know the 30 minutes of commentary from the pairings that were up because that's how it goes they're always on for half an hour at a time and actually listening to the commentary for you know rather than the actual footage, which I don't care about because I want to hear the commentary. So um, I've been finding some absolute gold recently. Uh, some Jeff Boycott stuff from the nineties, where he, one of obviously it's hilarious when he just just digs it into the England players for being so terrible, and <laughs> it's just really really awesome. So that that's something I've slowly trying to do in my spare time uh, recently is just going back to all the the full ball by ball live footage and seeing if there's any commentary gold in there that just, you know, just didn't even think about back in 1994, you know, it just came and went, but now it's, uh, it, it could be gold for those fans out there who haven't heard it or seen it. And it gives a new lease of life to that. So yeah, that's something I've just recently trying to find, but, uh, yeah, I reckon I've got some gold coming up over the next few months. Oh, oh that's, that's brilliant news. We're very much looking forward to that. Rob, at the end of the podcast, we typically go through a little bit of a career rundown. And obviously, we've been very lucky to have some international and domestic cricket guests. And that they'll often tell us about their best innings, their best spell, their best sledge that they heard. I guess we've got to ask you some similar questions, but obviously on more of a, U- a YouTube theme. So what was the first video you uploaded? Uh, first video I uploaded was uh, Greg Blewett making uh, 100 against England in a Australia A match in 1998 at Bell Reeve Oval. Uh, that's how the channel started because a few, of, a few of my mates online were talking about domestic players from the 90s. And they mentioned that Blewett innings where he got uh, 169 not out in the first innings and 213 not out in the second innings and just absolutely slaughtered England. Um, and it was amazing. Um, and, and I said, yeah, I've got that match. And they couldn't believe it. And I said, yeah, well, I'll upload it then for you. Awesome. That's outside. So that was the first one. And I don't know whether you keep an eye on the stats, but what's been viewed the most? Yeah, the most. I definitely check the stats. Don't worry. 
the stat for the most viewed video is uh, when Tanjulka was given out in Malaysia against Australia in the DLF Cup in 2006. And then the umpire, as Tanjulka was walking off, just randomly called him back. And mm. Ponting obviously uh, cracked it a bit, you could say. And uh, that was pretty heated. Um as Ponting used to do. Um, and yeah. that's a pretty cool video because you had to have the full live footage to see the whole thing unfold. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's got the most views. That's 21 million views or something. Wow. wow. Have you got a favourite video? Yeah, I always say it's out of two. Uh, the hour-long video of Glenn McGrath hitting all the boundaries in his international career. <laughs> which is hilarious Jeez. because it goes for an hour <laughs> because there's that Jeez. and then it all nicks through the slips and edges French cuts down to fine length before uh, that's it's brought back cool some video. horrible mem horrible memories for a New Zealand fan uh, well it's yeah you can lose sleep over that one uh, <laughs> and the other the best video I think Aside from the Toff Man one, is the hour video of all the Ricky Ponting runouts, which is just staggering that someone could have a video that goes for an hour of running out batsman's direct hits. Wow. wow. I mean, it's never been done before, and I don't think it'll ever happen again because um, you run out that many players, uh, which is insane. And the, the short video I edited for Twitter based off that video is even more impressive because it just goes bang, 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 straight through all the, the dismissals, or about half of them, without any replays. When you see the replays and you see how so tight the, the run was and how many matches were, were changed because of that run out, whereas in the 80s it would have been given not out yeah, because uh, it was too tight. But tight as in a few inches out. I mean, on the replay, you think, oh, it's out. But back in the 80s, you're like, ah, the benefit of the doubt. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a case that he should be given credit in the wickets column for some of those runouts because they were just unbelievable. He was a serious fielder. What, what about your own cricketing career? What are your favourite uh, favorite memories when you played the game? My favourite memories are being sledged into oblivion <laughs> uh, by the opposition repeatedly, uh, ending my career in the in the. Let's see, trying to find a word that replaces many of the swear words I was about to say replaces the not so great <laughs> career I had. <laughs> I was completely terrible, like worse than terrible. And when you look at the clips that you you put together, is there a single piece of commentary that resonates with you the most? Yeah, there probably is. I just got to think about it. Um, I, I've, I've always liked uh, any of the Bill Laurie and uh, Tony Gregg banter, but I do like one that was Australia, New Zealand at the SCG in 1993-94. I think Australia dropped three or four catches in the outfield and New Zealand won. 
um, which was ridiculously rare occurrence back in those days. Um, and not just because Chris Cairns got paid for it. Um, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Richie Benno, yeah, there's a catch that goes out to deep square leg off Ken Rutherford uh, and Boone drops it and Richie just, yeah, he just goes, uh, he just goes, you know, David Boone, he goes, I do not believe it. Oh, I <laughs> do not believe it. <laughs> that is fantastic. I used to have that video, the the 1993-94 World Series video. Yeah, what a great that video. Was, I, uh, that was a cracking video. Oh, when that came out, it came out as a series of four videos that came out at the same time. When I saw the ad on TV, I remember this very, very clearly. It was 94, mm. like the end of the summer, and they released the four videos of the test summer. And it came on the TV on an ad, and... I literally, I don't think I even breathed for about five minutes. <laughs> jumped, jumped on my bike. I was probably, what, so 17. And I rode my backside as fast as I could <laughs> to uh, the local shopping center, which is about an hour away on my bike. Could not believe it. There was the 93-94 one-day series, the 1993-94 Australia-South Africa test series, mm. the 90 for Alan bought a tribute match. Fatty's catch. With Fatty's catch. And there was a fourth video, which I think was classic one-day finishes or test finishes. Classic yeah. test finishes. I, I think that's right. And Yeah, and uh, I didn't even think about bringing any money. I just hoped I did. But, yeah, I, <laughs> I bought them all. And uh, I, I, no one has ridden their bike faster home than me that day i was like oh my god the mother load has come my way <laughs> yeah that i think that video that 93 94 is the the most watched video that i've ever had and, and i um i moved cities and i went to open the box to watch it one day and get it changed and converted to dvd and it wasn't there and it was yeah i think that's the saddest i've been as a as a cricket fan well I've got a copy uploaded for you, so you're welcome to the link. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Awesome. Rob, well, look, thank you very much for your time, having a chat about some moments in the game and some controversy that's erupted recently on Twitter as well. Always good when Shane Warne gets on his social media feeds. And for those, if anyone is living under a cricketing rock and hasn't found their way to your channel, do you want to give a little bit of a shout out as to where they can find all of your content? Well, you could just go to Shane Warne's Twitter page and <laughs> look at his recent tweets. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's the same name everywhere, uh, which is... Uh, I have to actually think about how I pronounce it now because I never had to before until the last few months. <laughs> uh, it was just a name on a page to me. But I guess it's Robelinda2, which is Rob and Belinda put together. Two, because it's the second channel I had after the first one got taken down. Um, uh, that's on Twitter and on uh, YouTube, obviously. Fantastic. Well, look, thanks so much for having a chat. To us, I know, as you mentioned, you've been in demand with the media over the course of the last few days with uh, Warngates or, or Wargates, whichever 
way you want to say it. But look, thank you very much for joining us on the Top Order podcast. My pleasure, guys. Thank you for having me.